Hello, 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 hello. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start. Okay. I have a surprise for you guys. Well, I'm so worried. Me too. Oh, wait, you always play a song before. I do. I told you <laughs> I listen. You think I don't, but I do. I don't. We're going to go ahead and start the podcast. Okay. Uh, I'm so worried. What are you worried about? I'm so worried too. Oh, it's funny because you, you were worried about language. I'm gonna throw that out the window. Is this the perfect intro to the podcast with hope on there? <laughs> yeah. Woke white girls. Do they know that you know you listen to this? My yeah. yeah. Okay. She's very open about her rap. I've been listening to rap since I was like in middle school, blaring that stuff. Okay, so I love it. Cussing <laughs> about that <laughs> language. <laughs> okay. Is that what we're talking about? No. Okay. <laughs> Cussing and language. Yeah. Um, we need to work of, on we that. Can cover that. <laughs> what kind of podcast would that be? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to the Grit Podcast. My name is Matthew Scott Osborne. I'm your host here with uh, two friends of mine. I'll only use your first name if you guys want, so you know, That's fine. don't expose you for who you guys are. Uh, Hope and Melissa, um, thank you for being here with me today. Um, you can uh, listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. It's all under the Grit Podcast or the Grip, uh, G-R-I-P. You can um, also check out the website, which is BeHumane.Live, uh, the how we're living, it's what's happening live. I'm not doing .com. I moved on past .com. I'm now with .live, L-I-V-E. I can't do what everybody else is doing. What's the point? I got to do my own thing. You. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, at uh, The Grit Podcast. On Facebook at the Grip Podcast, uh, no Twitter. Can't do Twitter. I've, I've never been able to figure out Twitter. I don't have a Twitter either. I really don't understand Twitter. What? I've never been able to figure out Twitter. I, I mean, I figure it out. I just don't care for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't either. I think there was like one time I went on it. It's only like everybody uses Twitter. Yeah, I don't. I only like professionals. At... Oh, yeah. Like okay. use Twitter a lot. Yeah. Um. Okay. You know, the only time I was on Twitter. Was when I was watching um, Rob Kardashian and Black China. That's the only reason why I went on there. Oh what do you mean, like following their like their whole like updates? scandal thing? <laughs> like just only when like they were in on that fight. their Twitter. Yes, that's the only reason why I got it. <laughs> I was just like, what are they doing? <laughs> that was my entertainment, and then I got off. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! Were you drinking your PSLs while you were watching it? No. 
<laughs> Probably one. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So those are all my plugs. Um. I have to remember to do that. Oh, get your Be Humane wristbands. Um. I sell these on the Be Humane Live website. Um. They're five dollars plus shipping. Uh, I have these wristbands out there because, um, I want people to you know if you wear them. People see them and they ask you what it is and you can tell them, you know, what your be humane is. That could be anything that could be, you know, police injustice. It could be, you know, women's equality, equal pay. It could be animals, you know, the planet. So it's just supposed to be a conversation piece. You know, oh, what's that? Um, people usually I hear people get confused with Benihana. A what? lot for some reason. Like, why do you have a Benihana bracelet? I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, <laughs> Benihana has bracelets? That's weird. Yeah. I'm like, no, we're not wearing a Benihana. Like, and they look, because they just glance at it. They're not really looking at it to figure out what it is. So, Do you have them in different sizes? I don't. Um, you got to work on that, man. Yeah, I, I, get, I'm, I just thought about Ooh, that. This is, this is fine. I mean, No, really. but she has really little wrist. And, it like, they down. slide off. Mm-hmm. And that just, I never thought about that. And that's, that could even be true for like, you know, like teenagers and younger kids that they want to wear them, yeah. you know. I have um, a small wrist and that's crazy. Like I've always had issues with it, but this one's fine. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, we, we want, we want be humane to work for everybody. I, I get it. I get it. But that's just so weird that they get that confused. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I didn't, I didn't even know you could get different sizes in um, the be humane or just wristbands in general. I ordered them from this factory. Um, do you guys have anything you want to plug or talk about? I know you do your, um, Pimp and Joy thing sometimes. Oh, I love Pimp and Joy. You know? Well, I mean, there's such a, I mean, they just did their actual, um, Pimp and Joy week last week. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's on a country radio show, but, uh, they started in pop in Austin. It's with the Bobby Bones show. He's uh-huh. actually on Dancing with the Stars. So hopefully people know who he is, but. What's his name? Bobby Bones. Okay. He's amazing. I've listened to him since I was 12 years old. What does Bobby Bones do? He's a radio host. Okay. Started Did you already say that? I just wasn't listening. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> yes, he's on country now. He started in uh, Arkansas and then Austin and uh, was in pop and then went into country. But Okay. Yeah. It's just about uh, his co-host, Amy. She was, um, her mom was diagnosed with cancer and she prayed a lot about uh, hoping that something would come good out of her cancer and the last time she tried to fight it and that was her prayer and it, I mean they've raised millions of dollars for people in cancer and uh, so many people reliefs mm-hmm. and everything and it's an amazing cause I don't keep any of the money and it goes goes straight to the cause that they're doing there you go it's amazing good shit it is <laughs> I mean it's such a long explanation I'm like trying to like condense it but if you ever want to no, listen fine. to a good thing that's it and Melissa is big, and I don't even know what you would call it, like just animal, animal rights, animal rights, animal. Yeah. You're just like I don't think I've met anybody that loves animals the way you do. Um, yeah. It's like legit, man. You know, like I, I mean, love. The- I'm close. <laughs> it's, true. It's, true. it's not a competition. It is always a competition. Have you met me? But yeah, like I'm always on your, you know, I see on your Facebook, you always like you're always posting something about animals, and the way you talk about animals to me. Um, she cries. It's it's like legit, <laughs> you know. Like when I was, we were talking the other day at the place we work about like I don't know little weird scenarios, mm-hmm. and I was saying something. We were talking about like you know, would you do this? Would you risk this or something would, with your you, with your child? You, yeah, if you if you had the option to survive and it would be to kill your dog to eat it to survive, yeah, or you, something, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, and then you were like, would you would you do that to your child? I was like, hell no, right. 
And I was like, oh, yeah. you view okay. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like it's it to me that's that's different. But you know, mm-hmm. trying to constantly expand who I am and grow, I got to be open to that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, and what I said, I too, can't tell you how you feel about animals. Yeah. And I, so I say, if if imagine how I feel about my dog. Like if I were to have a child, I'm not probably will not have children. But if I were. I'm already like that with my dog. Just imagine how I'd be with my child. Oh, you would be right. nuts. I would. I would. Psycho. Yes. <laughs> so maybe it's best, but she would be like, she's like my child. So. Yeah. So is there like any, um, I don't know, any kind of animal thing you're into? Yeah, what do you follow? Like, I don't even know. Like oh, something that maybe you would want people to be aware of or just even something in general. It doesn't even have to be like a cause. And I'm not trying to, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, but yeah, but what do you follow, really? I mean, I follow so many. There's What's the, the one whales, you really like see? sea turtle research, like there's... Um, I, animal planet, I follow animal and just anything. I follow so many animal stuff. It's, and I just share, um, like I'll just share stuff that I feel like people would find relevant. I try to do that. Like if you, like for instance, the other day I shared something, it was on a vet website about how, if you know, you suspect somebody like one of your friends, your neighbors, or even just somebody that you maybe just a rent, you know, neighbor that you don't know very well. If you think that they're abusing an animal, like what, what would be the steps that you could take? So just things like that. Like I just, if I find something that I feel like that's what I try to do on Facebook. I try not to overload people with animal mm-hmm. stuff, but just stuff that might be relevant to them. Or like there's diseases that come up that are like, um, just to, get to worry about. Yeah. That anything that's been like, um, happening a lot lately. Um, I'll just kind of share that kind of stuff. So, okay. Anyway, I just any, any kind of animal stuff. I just, I, I can yeah. I shout I out for my animal thing? Cause yeah. she's not going to name any names. Go ahead. Animals anonymous apparel. Amazing. They donate, um, a lot mm. of their things to different, I'd say conservations. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I have so many t-shirts. I bought Melissa one too. <laughs> she did. Now that you're thinking of specific names, World Wildlife Fund is a good one. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. Name names. It's okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, white girls are serious about this kind of shit, man. You, know, you guys find a cause and you're just all over it. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have a cause, what are you living for? Right. Um, okay, before we get like too serious, I want to have just a little bit more fun here. Okay, so the reason I um, had your, you guys plug your phones in, I wanted to do this thing, and I haven't been doing it because I keep forgetting on the podcast, and I, I thank God I remembered. Um, since I'm real big into music, mm-hmm. I want to know what people are listening to. Okay. I'm like, you know, what's everybody listening to? What are you into right now? What's in your playlist? So what I want you guys to do, if it's okay, I don't know how you listen to your music. I don't know if you Spotify or iTunes or whatever. I download mine. I, I buy it. So I want to see if you can go to, and I'll start off if you want. I want to I want to have you go to one of your playlists. Okay. Okay. Hit shuffle, and I want to hear the first thing that plays. <laughs> so I don't really do playlists. I'll just I'll oh, play recent oh. music usually. Okay. Can you shuffle your recent music? Because I don't want you to pick the song. I want this to be just kind of exposed. Okay. So like I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna go to my playlist. It's highly personal to me. Anything could pop up right now. Okay. Okay. See, I can't do that because Luke's yeah. music is um, connected to mine. Okay. But I can do my work music, and this is what I used to. Can you shuffle your work music? I can. So okay. I'll, so I'll do that, on. but it's usually like calm melody. That's okay. okay. That's it's just you know what are you listening to? What are you listening to? Okay. So yeah. I'm gonna hit shuffle on mine. The first thing's gonna come up. So I'm gonna expose myself right now. Thank God, or I hope it's not anything really, really embarrassing. Okay, I'm interested. Oh shit. Because <laughs> you, you've heard of what I listen to. I know what you listen to. Yes. I don't. I'm really excited. Mm. 
down. <laughs> this is safe. This is um Jacques Jacques. Uh, it's R and B. I love R and B. So, what'd you say? That's some of the whips that you said you'd buy today. You won a lottery. It's a sign. It's a sign. We're winning. Oh my! It's gonna be the office one too. I'm gonna have to split it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we all went in on the Mega Millions today. You weren't there. I'm sorry. I mean, if you were, you know, we would have put brought you in on it. I know. I know. So we it's just it's just three of us. So like it's got to be well over a billion now. So yeah. we're probably each getting like maybe two fifty. Oh, we're not probably. We are. You know, are. this is after taxes. So you know, if she wins. That's, you know, yeah, I know. That's it's your all, buddy. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at her. <laughs> you okay. got to break her off. <laughs> okay, so that's Jacquees' uh, song is "I Know Better." What was that um, radio station that you used to listen to? Like. I think everyone used to listen to it. It's just only R and B, and then like people would like come on and like dedicate the song to the like, um, loved one. What was that called? Because I, I, well, I was obsessed with it when I was younger. I can't remember what it was called. Wait, it's like a local radio station. No, no, no. It was like okay. it was. I think nationwide. It was like slow jams, like R and B. Oh, I can't remember. How long, but you know how long ago about? was this? Probably ten years oh, ago. So yeah. Okay, sorry, my bad. It sounds familiar. You know what I'm talking about? When it they sounds dedicate familiar. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you call in. I want to dedicate this song to yeah. you. So I love it. you. I would go to sleep to that. I love that song. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds, <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. All right. Who wants to go next? Um, I will, I guess. But this is my work music, and this is what I used to listen to, so I would de-stress a little bit. Well, let's see. My fair. Oh. oh, I got your volume turned down. This is Matt Kearney, and it's better than I used to be. Have you heard of it? As long as I got your love next to me, better than I used to be. Oh shit! I like this. You like it? Who is this? Matt Kearney. He used to. I mean, he was pretty popular a couple years ago. Yeah. But so he just came out with this understand. new album, and I listened to it on, yeah, but this like album, I, yes, but I've listened to this album on repeat. Okay. Amazing. How, how do you spell his name? Uh, M-A-T, no two T's, and then K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. I totally did that wrong. <laughs> Here, you <laughs> You made it sound like it was going to be something awful. Like, this is my work music. It's right. going to be really boring. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's got a good beat. Yeah. I'm all this about the beat. If I can't dance to it, then. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, what song is this? Better Than I Used to Be. Better Than I Used to Be. Better Than I Used to Be. This isn't like his original stuff either. No, it's a new it's album that just like came out this year. Poppy. Like, not pop, but. Um, it has a good beat. Yeah. I mean, it, not that he wasn't before, but it has a little bit more of like a um, 
the background. Stuff. I like this. Yeah, you're welcome. It's good. <laughs> Pressure's on, Melissa. Yeah, I know. Gosh, <laughs> the only thing I can think of that I could shuffle would be like um, a playlist that I used to listen to uh-huh. uh, a long time ago. So this probably has old stuff. Like, not super old, but some old, so I don't that's, know. That's, that's great. Okay. I don't know what's going to be on here. <laughs> here we go. That's okay. the whole point. Hit shuffle. Oh, God. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> Damn, she's a sexy bitch. I love this one. <laughs> oh, this Take back to fun. the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Akon. Or, I'm sorry. It's, oh. Um, it, well, it's David Guetta. Okay. Did, like, the song I've heard this. In the background, yeah. yeah. Everyone's heard this. We've been to a club. <laughs> it's true. In the last 10 years, you've, you've heard, heard this song. This is true. Yes. <laughs> Again, along the same lines of it, it has it has a good beat, so. Oh, no, it's good. I think those all good choices. For it being random. Yeah. That's the whole fun, is you don't know what it's going to be. You need to update your playlist, is what that means. <laughs> I know. I love old music. Yeah. I mean, I do too, but still. Okay. Should I turn it off? Yeah, you can turn it off. There we go. <laughs> Get right, enough of that. So yeah, I like that. Like I said, I want to make sure I want to do that every with every That's guest. Fun. You know, it kind of you know exposes you, breaks the ice a little bit. Um. So yeah, now we can get into the real shit. I got something else fun. All right. Where is it? Give me just a second. I'm so nervous. I know you haven't touched your wine yet. I'm kind of disappointed in you. Whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. As fuck. <laughs> that was good. Woke. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, so yeah, all right. I'm done. That. All right. So, I mean, not that we can't have any more fun, but. Um, we'll have fun. You know. Mm-hmm. You guys seem so tense now. I'm like, oh, shit, I know what we're about to talk about. No, I don't. Racism, no, civil rights. No um, but yeah, okay. So, um, I mean, how do I, how do I approach this? So I, I, when I, I stopped doing this with, um, Sharon Lynn and, um, I came up with the idea to have like a different guest, like each, you know, podcast episode, I'm like, man, this would be a really, you know, fun way to really talk to a whole bunch of different people about different things in life and what they go through and get a lot of different perspectives, mm-hmm. you know? So like as soon as I came up with the idea, I immediately thought of you two, okay. and I'm like, "Oh shit, um, I want them to talk about being white." <laughs> because how it, white are you? But the the reason is because I've I've I don't think I've met besides my wife um, too many white people who seem to be comfortable being white. Oh gosh, what um, does that mean? Yeah. And We've had from, a lot of privilege, and we're yeah. From like from from my perspective, um, and like it's, it's, this is this is my view. My experience has been, you know, um, I either get I, inter- I either interact with white people who seem to be um, really defensive about being white, 
or they're totally oblivious to the rest of the world. Um, and they're just kind of like in their circle or in their bubble and, you know, other things don't really matter to them. Um, and I can't even really be, I guess, pinpoint when with you guys where I started to be like, like, I don't know, maybe it was like Facebook posts. Like I know for you, it was definitely Facebook post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started blowing my mind. I can't remember what it was with you. Maybe maybe it was just conversation. I was just so nervous around you. I kind of remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, want to don't, them. Don't say anything bad. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So let me start with this because this is, this is on a lighter note. So like, I, you know, when we started talking and kind of became friends and like I would post, you know, because I'm real outspoken and I just, I say what I want to say, right? Mm-hmm. And I put and I post stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm on social media and you were always like liking the post mm-hmm. or commenting um, or like, I remember one time I talked to you like in person mm-hmm. and you're like, I just want you to know I love your post by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like that stuff is like for real. Like <laughs> keep it up. Keep up with the good work. You, I mean, do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. You would like always say that to me. Yeah. And I was like, who is this girl? Like, yeah, that's odd. <laughs> That, she is odd. Though. It's true. <laughs> it was. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to like. You know, I'm not trying to blanket. You know, um, describe have... white people, but that's kind of been my general experience. So, like, when you were doing that, I was really confused. <laughs> well, she also came up with a liberal family. Okay, you know. It, it, oh, you wouldn't say that. I see. I thought it was. I mean, it's not like we're like. Um, you know, my, it's not like my parents talk about stuff in front of other people all the time. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. they're liberal with, for the most part, their their views are very liberal um, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But it's not like we're, you know, telling everybody and screaming. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. Like, like nothing like that. But I mean, yes, I grew up not with like more extreme. of a, Well, yeah, not super crazy extreme. Yeah. Um, but I don't yeah. know. It was just the way... My parents raised me, I guess. So, and I actually want to get in that too here in a second. Um, See, because you have two opposites. Yeah. Okay. It's like with you, I'm just kind of sharing my experiences with you guys, where they kind of like the ceiling broke, and I was like, oh shit, like they're actually <laughs> kind of cool, you know? <laughs> right. They're not just basic bitches. I don't know. Like you were just like the lights were on. Um, so with you, Hope, um, I think one of the like things that stick out in my mind was like when we had that police shooting in Dallas. Yeah. You remember that? And downtown, and I have a lot of opinions about that, but we won't get into all that. I think that's when my eyes were opened the most. Yeah. That's when they, like, wide open. Yeah, like, cops were being shot, and they were being killed. And I remember you kind of, like, coming to me. I don't remember what you asked me, but... Yeah, so I, I do. I remember. Okay. Is because I just wanted to create a safe place in our work, and I wanted to bring the conversation to people that were really struggling. I mean, we live in Dallas. There was a lot of people affected on both sides that I was hearing from, and um, it wasn't even really about the shooting or even what happened. It was about our people and taking care of our people. Mm-hmm. And that's... And listening to those people in closed doors where it was a true open space, 
the most liberating thing I've ever experienced. And that's what you were invited to. Yeah. So it was like that. I remember that kind of like a key moment, like in our friendship where it seemed like, I don't know what the word is, but you just kind of were like, oh shit. Like, and I'm putting words in your mouth, so you correct me. But it seemed like you were like, oh, like maybe these black people aren't lying or exaggerating what's happening to them. Maybe that shit's really happening to them. It it's because I put it with real people that I knew. Yeah. Um, I grew up with that mentality because mm-hmm. um, that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I moved to Dallas and it really, when that thing happened, I just knew, I mean, Melissa knows when stuff hits the fan, I just care about people no matter so what, mm-hmm. that I really don't mm-hmm. care what side you're on. Mm-hmm. And then when I brought those people together and actually listened to it and put it to an face and a name i mean i have several work co-workers in my head right now just thinking about their testimony mm-hmm. that had different opinions than i did that just blew my mind yeah and that's that was the last draw for me okay that's when i broke everything else. yeah so like I, <clears throat> I just wanted to point out that that those were just kind of the moments in my relationship with you guys or i just kind of remember like the lights coming on and I was like, Oh, they're really, you know, they're good people. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, um, what was that? I wanted, I guess I kind of wanted to ask you guys like, where are you? Like, I know where you're from, mm-hmm. but can you guys like kind of share your background? Like, not like your whole background, just like, where are you from? You know, where you brought up religious, where you not brought up religious, just like just a brief, you know, like, who are you? You can go first. Oh, gosh. I'll just put her on the spot. Yeah. I know. Go, Melissa. Okay, so I grew up in northwest Indiana. We were about maybe an hour away from Chicago. Um, and I grew up in uh, a, a religious household. I went to a Catholic grade school up until about fourth grade. Yeah. Um, we were very, I would, I would say we were <coughs> very lower middle class, so we struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my parents made it happen, but, um, you know, we had food and stuff on the table, but it, you know, it, it wasn't like we were, we were, it was a struggle and it was hard, but um, I don't know, they just, my parents just kind of, they always just taught me, my mom especially, um, was very big on just treating people, other people, how you would want to be treated, and um you know, walking a mile in the other man's shoes, you know, before you, you know, come to any kind of conclusions, make judgments. Um, so that's just kind of what was instilled and ingrained in me growing up, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm not, and it's funny too, because so I'm not, I kind of, not to bring religion into it, I just, um, so uh, I'm kind of on the opposite. And now I wouldn't say I'm religious, I'd say I'm agnostic. I'm not atheist, but agnostic. Mm-hmm. But um, so it just, I, I just kind of growing up, that's just kind of what, how they taught me so okay hope uh okay mm, my Go. Mom, <laughs> yeah <laughs> my mom had me when i was or when i was when she was uh 16 yeah. and uh in high school and i was born in plano uh my plano, texas plano texas yep sorry yeah, um right. and my dad became schizophrenic and so she had to leave him because he was sick and then my mom found my stepdad, and they got married. We were lived in a triplex, not a duplex, but a triplex, very poor. My dad worked four jobs. Uh, we moved 
it's from Plano to Houston, Texas, then from, well, technically Katy, and uh, from Katy to Austin, or technically Wimberley, if anyone knows what that is, Wimberley, Texas, and then Austin, (laughs) yeah, Austin, Texas, if you want to say that, Um, and he actually built his company from the ground up, made millions of dollars, and then lost it all in high school, Um, so I've been, and then went down back to probably mid to lower class then. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess if you're just now listening to the podcast, I don't think I've ever really talked about it, but I'm from Ohio. I was born in Springfield, Ohio. Um, lived in Columbus, um, probably the majority of my childhood between there and Memphis, Tennessee. Um, <clears throat> growing up in Columbus, Ohio, uh, we were middle class and, uh, dad had a good job. So we were like in a, like a decent neighborhood and, um, it was a predominantly white neighborhood and we were like the only black family in that neighborhood and we were treated pretty bad. You know, like people broke our windows and did a lot of weird stuff. Um, and we were kids. We didn't know what it was, you know? Right. Um, so like being in Columbus and then like going to Memphis, Tennessee, um, is where I kind of got a lot of, um, black culture experience. Like, cause Memphis is like the polar opposite of Ohio or Columbus, Ohio. Like, if you're in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, I should say, if you were to see a black person, it's, like, kind of weird. Like, what? Like, how did you get here? Um, if you go to Memphis, back in that time, if you saw a white person, it was like, what? how did you get here? You know? <laughs> so, it was, like, the polar opposite. And so, uh, there was a lot of culture shock for me. And that's where I got a lot of my um, experience and culture um, into who I am. Um, I've lived in Texas now for, like, seven years, eight years so. And your son's a Texan. I don't want to say that. Born and raised. I don't want to say that. Can't wait for him to get his first Texas tattoo. John keeps making jokes about that because he's like, you're a Texan now. I'm like, I'm not a Texan. I'm just passing through. No, you don't, you don't have to be a Texan, but your son will always be one. And, I, and you know, I was like, you know, if I'm going to call myself, I don't even know if this was a word, an Ohioan. That's a word? Okay. <laughs> or a Buckeye. I don't know. There you go. I'm like... I got to say he's a Texan because he was born here and I was born in Ohio. So, yeah, whatever. Um, is it, is <laughs> it hot? really happy about that. Are you guys getting hot? Is it hot in here? Uh, I'm getting hot. It's a little toasty. Okay. A bit. Uh, keep talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyway, I also grew up the same way-ish with Melissa. Um, I was also Catholic. I went through the whole shebang. So I think we have very similar upbringings in the Catholic Church, at least. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe why I've shied away from religion. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know. From me? Not from me. No, from for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, we're kind of in different spectrums of, I would say, religion. Though. Yeah. I can't stand religion. <laughs> yeah. No. I understand the purpose of it, and I, I think it serves its purpose, and I think it's a good thing, and some people, I, I get it. I agree. Some people use I'm it for religious. good, some use it for bad, you just never know. Some just need it to be good. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's who we are. Um, so this might be a weird question. Mm-hmm. Um, what is woke? <laughs> what is woke? <laughs> it's, like, it's like a slang term that people use. and kind of Everybody knows what it means, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. But I've like never actually defined it. Okay. You know, so like, 
I can tell you what I think it is, but I don't want to. I, I know what I think. What do you guys think? I mean, it just depends. I don't know. It's I mean, so it, broad. Being it is. in tune to other people's. I don't know. Like, well, you know, if you watch The Matrix, oh, Melissa. <laughs> You would know it woke is <laughs> correct because <laughs> oh everybody outside the matrix is woke. <laughs> oh, sure boy. Are. oh boy, there's no need for any matrix besides the first one. Matrix changed history, but I, I think that's kind of a funny, I don't know, analogy because, like, I kind of view society that way. Like, you know, if you remember the matrix, and I'm, yeah. I'm a total nerd, so like, I feel like. And, and like I said, this is all in my head, so you, you correct me if I'm wrong. This is just my opinion. I will. Um, <laughs> yeah, you will. Okay, so I feel like um, people plugged into the Matrix would be a kind of an interesting way to describe some white people. Mm-hmm. And then people unplugged from the Matrix kind of in reality, like this is what's really going on, would be everybody else. Mm. Like woke, yeah, and I think all that means is you're in tune with reality. Mm. You know, you're not in a safe bubble where like your truth is your reality. Yeah, like reality yeah. is reality. Does that make sense? Um, Ish, I don't. Also, don't want to make it a. Hmm, when people use woke, it also sounds like if you're not woke, it's bad. I don't know, like. In yeah. some yeah, it's things, it's yeah. There's like a negative connotation to it. There mm-hmm. is, and mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, if I think about people that are in my life, and I don't think they're as woke as I am, I don't think it's bad. I just don't think they have been through the same experiences that I've been around, especially recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I think they also tiptoe around it and try not to be either. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about this earlier. We were kind of like, I think you said, it's just empathy. It, it, it all comes down to, I feel like it all comes down to empathy. Uh-huh. Yeah, Having the ability also, to empathize with people. I think it's also like what you have in your circle. Like if you look around and it's all people that look just like you, mm-hmm. how are you supposed to learn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Yep. You I know? mean, and I don't think mm-hmm. sometimes, I don't think, it just depends on where you live. And sometimes I don't think that's really, like where I grew up. I had six black people in my high school and that's from freshman year all the way to senior year. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't grow up with that, but mm-hmm. I learned empathy and I, I saw other people go through struggles. And so I understood that. And so how I did you learn did empathy just from, I mean, I mean, well, obviously did you learn my, it, um, or was it just in you? Am I, mm. Mm, probably both. Okay. Probably both. Cause I probably, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like there was some, especially when you have a lot of money and stuff like that, you just don't care about other things. Yeah. And, but when I cut brought back down to earth, <laughs> is one I you know mm-hmm. which is where I'd like to be mm-hmm. I mean I don't want to be that person but it's just you just um I don't know just seeing other people struggle and actually understanding it and wanting to understand it you talk like this but um I just want to say for the record that Hope is the nicest most thoughtful person she's pretty weird that Oh. And I, I don't need that. I, and she, <laughs> she cares so much for other people that I can't ever imagine you not being an empathetic person, an extremely empathetic person. I don't, I would just have a hard time for me to say that at one point you didn't have empathy or you didn't have a lot so, of empathy. So, I, like, I, can't, I don't believe it. To that conversation <laughs> we were having earlier, like about my older brother, 
some people are just wired how they're wired. Mm-hmm. And so you think she's just wired that way. Yes. That is a possibility. Yes. Maybe yeah. I just it's, never knew it. I could, yeah, I couldn't 100%. imagine her not being, yeah. you know, empathetic. How about you? Did you learn that or is that just you? I think it, I, I mean, I think a lot of it was learned just kind of from just what my parents taught. And just, you know, my mom would rescue animals and bring them home. And then we would take them and, and you know, f- feed them and bring them back. And, you know, and then, you know, if it were a wild bird, we'd, you know, let it eat or whatever and then let it go once it was whatever That's um, or kittens and dogs and we did whatever the same thing. yeah so just yeah, i would think if you're way. empathetic towards animals i would think you could be empathetic towards a human so yeah. depends mm-hmm. on the person though some yeah. people just like animals better than people though it's yeah. true <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> that would be, like people. I do but I like animals more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then. Are we friends? I mean. <laughs> um, so I, I, um, I said this on another podcast where I was like, um, and you guys tell me what you think about this. I actually, I'm actually kind of curious to hear what you think about this. So um, black people, I think generally speaking, have to learn how to move through the world dealing with other races we have to learn how to how to deal with white people we have to learn how to deal with every other race and culture because if we don't we can't survive we can't get a job we can't get a loan we can't you know and this is where you'll hear things like um you'll hear jokes maybe like you might even hear comedians talk about where like you hear black people like they're using their white voice you know (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they're trying because because we know and it's it's wrong to assume i'll just say that for the record but we kind of have a general understanding that um, maybe most or, or you know a certain group of white people are I don't know what I don't know if they're intimidated by black people, not comfortable with black people, or I don't know whether it could be anything. But we're like, how do we put you guys at ease? You know, to treat me like a human, and you know, give me a fair chance at this job interview or at this getting this loan or whatever it is, or I'm at a party, I don't want you to call the cops on me. How can I put you guys at ease? And so, like, that's the thing that we kind of learn early on, like, as, a, as, as kids and stuff. Like, how do we move through the world um, safely and effectively? Um, so we learn how to deal with other races uh, early on in life. Um, so I'm curious, like, since we're like the minority, there's not obviously as many of us as there are white people. Um, it's been kind of my experience, and correct me if I'm wrong, that do you guys not have to do that? Like, can you guys move through the world just in your circle? I mean, you can choose not to, but can you move through the world just kind of in your, like, white groups and not really deal with anybody else? Absolutely not. Now, are you saying that because... You choose not to. Oh, okay. Or no, I think it's ever. I, I mean, it just. I. I think it depends on where I you know live. You. <laughs> I think it depends on where you live. I mean, there's even. It's just like tiptoeing, trying to tiptoe around people that you don't like or think that you don't get along with. Could um, you, you move still have world to deal with those and not people. deal with a white person? Yes. You think so? Absolutely. Okay. People do it all the time. I guess I don't. I mean. Yeah. You, you Maybe choose, I just choose you, not to. I mean... I think you choose not to. Right. <laughs> it's just like a revelation for me all day. It's okay. I mean, unfortunately, I think some people choose not to have 
friends of other races and ethnicities. It, it is what it is. And I don't it's even, I won't even, yeah, I won't even say that that's like a racism thing. Right. I think that could even just be I'm comfortable with people who look like me right. or with well, my people friends. Are gonna, right. People are going to look at every single avenue of how to be comfortable. You're not going to take the fastest route if you know the longest route by me. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're going to find everything that makes you feel comfortable every day. Right. So, so mm-hmm. it might not even and I'm not going to ever come up with excuses, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying everyone's going to try something that they feel comfortable with and if they have not been exposed to something like that then um I think they're just going to choose the more comfortable path mm-hmm. yeah because like intentionally right yeah right yeah because i don't want to some do people this. might and right. if you go to like a new place they might intentionally absolutely do that mm-hmm. yeah like if i go to a party or somewhere and i see a bunch of black people i'm like i'm gonna go that way you know because they look That's like me. so i'm like they're familiar with who i am and mm-hmm. my my life you know because they're black too so i don't I'm, i guess i'm saying I'm, i don't think it's a racism i don't think it's a bad thing i think in like yeah. social media and everything today everybody's so quick to racist or whatever, you know? I mean, I've invited people to some of my outings and gatherings mm-hmm. just when, you know, like someone had gone through a breakup and I invited them to a party and I lied and they were not and they didn't feel comfortable enough. And I was like, oh, but there's other people that don't look like me and you can come with and be comfortable, I promise. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just is what it is. But I never looked at that person like, you're racist because you don't want to come to my white party. it's not yeah i I don't look at like i think a lot of the problems we have in society and this is again my opinion um you know um race and culture wise is maybe kind of boils down to that to a degree just just because you don't interact with other people you then maybe believe stereotypes about those people rather Mm -hmm. than because like what i get a lot is um from people is they'll say like white people say to me Oh man, but you're different. You're like you're you know you're different. You're like a cool black guy. You know oh, you're. Wow. I'm like no no no. That's just because you know me. That's all. Right. Mm-hmm. You just know me. That's all. Like if you if you were to take the time to get to know another, you we're right. just people. Right. <laughs> I think so. right. I think that works on both sides though. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Play devil's advocate. No there, no but, because yeah. we're gonna do what's comfortable and it's very easy for everybody to retreat to their. Safe zones mm-hmm. or their corners. Well, you, you know. know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do that, too. And I've encountered of black people who will be like, hey, you know, white people. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm like, you talk to them? <laughs> well, see, I also have been to a lot of, like, rural country areas, and there will be, like, one black person. They'd rather hang out with the white people than go to black people because they just know how to That's hang out familiar. with them. That's familiar. Yes. They're all right. farming. Right. No, I'm telling you, they're farm <laughs> communities. And I, they're like, hi, my name is so-and-so, and I'm black. Yes, I know. I see you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you're cool, dude. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, so it, I think a lot of it is just what's comfortable mm-hmm. and people believing stereotypes and just not getting to know people. Right. I didn't really have a point there. I guess I was just trying to get your guys' opinion about that. Mm-hmm. Um with black people being a minority in the country, we have to learn how to interact with people. And then white people are the minority. So there's a lot more of you guys. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to interact with us if you don't want to, mm-hmm. um, yeah. um, which is unfortunate. And, you know, it, it leads to a lot of other problems um, in society, in my opinion, um, just not getting to know people. So I personally make a effort to get to know everybody, you know, mm-hmm. like I got any kind of friend you can think of. Um, 
That sounds kind of silly. It sounds like I'm collecting friends. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> let me see your collectibles. Look <laughs> at your Instagram page. You know, like Syrian friends, Muslim friends, gay, white, Hispanic. Just, I just find that life is really, it's just, for me, it's personally more fun and interesting the more variety of people I know. Because I can always find out stuff and learn things that I could never even imagine. That's the same for us because we have to think about that. Like, if you mm-hmm. really think that um, you're woke or how woke you are, you have to really look at your friends and you're just like, oh, well, do I really know anyone like that? How can I understand their situation if mm-hmm. I really don't? And yeah. I mean, you really have to make a conscious effort mm-hmm. yeah. for yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, People don't do that, unfortunately, you know, because, or maybe they're just scared to talk, you know what I mean? It's maybe you don't the, know how. Right. Like maybe you've got like a black friend and you're just like, how do I talk about this to that person without, you know, maybe if they think that something that they're going to say would offend, you know, the person just because they're of a different race or whatever, how do they bring that up? That could be what it is. Maybe they're just, I don't know, instead of just approaching it as this is a human being yeah. and I'm a human being and what, you know what I mean? Just to, what are your thoughts on this? Tell me where, you know what I mean? What you feel like, what, what does this mean? You know, instead of approaching it like that it's maybe it's just i'm they're just scared or my something. advice is just do it yeah i don't care if you're scared just do it <laughs> right i don't right care. yeah just do it like yeah. i, I mean, could end up bad it's just like an interview i'm yeah. sorry like if it's it could, it could be awful but then it could also be like amazing right could be yeah. world changing. It's just, yeah, mind it, blowing. Exactly. Like you just, yeah. And, and let me tell you, it's more mind cha- like mind blowing than awful. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you might be awful sometimes, but it's more rare. What are you than, saying like the more practice you get, the better you get at mm-hmm. it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need it. Yeah. Um, so let me tell myself here for a second, real quick. So when I, I I thought you know like whenever I get if I ever get married, I'm like man, I want to marry this black woman. And we're going to raise these pro-black kids, and we're going to be this and that. And we're going to change the world. We're going to do all this stuff, you know. And here it comes, you know, this country white woman. <laughs> As in life. Here comes right. life. Right. And I remember having conversations with my mom. I was like, I can't do this. I'm like, I can't marry a white woman. Like, I can't, I can't, do, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mom's like mad. You, you know, all the normal, like, stuff that you would. It happens. He's like, you know. Can't what, help who you love. Do you love her? How do you feel? I'm like, I feel great. She's amazing. But she's white. You know? <laughs> what does that mean, so Matt? So white. Like, grew up on a farm in the middle of. Yeah. Like, the country. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of nowhere in Ohio. <laughs> right. I'm like, this is just, this is the strangest thing. You know, like, this is couldn't be further from what I, what I planned on or what I envisioned myself having. Right. Um. So I did it is what I guess is what I'm saying. You know, I, I retreated to my, you know, safe zone. I'm going to marry a black woman. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be all this. And I just blew that up. Then love happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and like you said, or not, I don't think we said it, but I think it's, it's race for me is just, it's such a silly, it's not, I don't want to say it's not silly. Like it's not silly, it's not silly but it's silly. <laughs> Are you talking about race or racism? Just race. I'm like, we're just, we're literally all just people. Right. Um, you know, we all, I think still here. Like, we literally, like, look in the mirror. We all have noses. We all have eyes. We all have air, hair. Our heart still hair. beats. Like, like, I'm not yeah. a damn alien. Right. Yeah. Like, we're just people. Right. So it's, it's silly. Um, 
Okay, so empathy. I kind of got away from this. Um, but, okay, so, like, I want to ask you guys about, like, the NFL protest. Hmm. Um, this is obviously such a hot-button topic right now. And I don't know if you saw, but Rihanna just said that she wasn't going to perform. Absolutely. Um, at the uh, Super Bowl because she was um, standing with Kaepernick as far as, um, you know, what he stands for and what he was trying to bring attention to and all that. Mm-hmm. And so um, what I kind of find um, interesting or, I don't know, unique about this argument um, or debate is, like, with you guys, whether you agree with it or not, you seem to respect it or maybe understand it and you didn't try to change you know the 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 meaning of it like so the kneeling part of it yeah okay the kneeling so like some people have you're fine we can play footsie if you want (laughs) i'm so sorry sorry. um (laughs) shit just got weird here i'm so sorry so leave it to melissa i know (laughs) um so, um, unfortunately, some white people have made it about the flag and soldiers, and it was never about that. It was a protest to bring attention to, you know, police brutality and injustice and all these other things. So, um, I don't really know what I'm asking you guys. I'm just kind of curious. What you are know, our thoughts? What are your thoughts about it? Um, this is another thing. I don't want to get off of the, the topic here, but people don't seem to be able to peacefully disagree. It's like, you're wrong. I'm right. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I mean, as someone that wants to major in psychology, it's really just about learning how to argue mm-hmm. in all aspects of life. Uh, these people just don't know how to argue and they don't know how to have different opinions and be uh, respectful and be respectful. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. that's that's what I have to say about that. In regards to the kneeling part, I mean, as a person that was in every single sport that I could play, mm-hmm. kneeling will always be a sign of respect. And uh, when he s- sat down, I did not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got in touch with a um, army mm-hmm. veteran, I think. Yes. Yeah, with like a marine or something. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. to where he knelt, and I was totally fine with yes. that because absolutely, if you ever played sports in your life. When you kneel, that is respect, and it always will be a respect in my mind. I don't care if you're white, black, Asian. I don't care. Mm -hmm. If you kneel for something, it's respect. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, And I don't, you don't have to go into detail if you want, but I kind of, I don't know if I can, I don't want to put you on the spot here. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you were saying that you may have encountered at some point in your life, like a, a, a situation or an environment where you kind of had to deal with that. I did, and you don't have to talk about it seriously if, if you don't want to. You don't have to name anybody. No, I, yeah, that's fine. You know, um, um, but that was interesting to me when you were telling me about that. Yeah, so I, I was at a party, and um, the whole there was a football game on, and the whole kneeling issue oh, got yeah. brought up. Um, Were you there? And I, I was not, but she oh. no. I'm her friend. I know. Oh. Sorry about yeah. It. <laughs> it, it, the whole kneeling situation got brought up, and I heard everybody in the room, you know, say their opinion I'll about it. 
Um, and, uh, and I, you know, I sat there for a minute and, you know, for me, um, I can only take so much before I hit a point where I can't keep my mouth closed anymore. Uh And, um, word vomit comes out. And at that point I just basically said, I really don't understand why people are getting their panties in a bunch over this. Um, there's, I mean, it's, it's about this not this, you know, basically it's, it's essentially what you touched on. It's not about the flag. It's not about, and even if whatever it is that you want to make it about, it it is a peaceful protest. It's not, it has no impact on you personally. They're not, you know, whoever is doing it, they're not impeding traffic. They're not blocking, you know, uh, your way to work to where, you know, where their views are getting shoved down your throat. And if you don't agree with it, then it's, you're being forced to, you know, if you don't, if you don't agree with it, then don't look at it for the two minutes that the anthem is on and move along. Like, it's not about, is this I just, at the Super Bowl? No, this is no, just like with just this with games. Just, no, I, I know. But like when this happened, was this I is, there? No. Okay. You were not. And I was the only one in the room that said this. And, and at one point, somebody said to me, well, your family must not be in the military. And my response was, you're absolutely wrong. My dad was a Vietnam vet. He's a disabled American vet. He had issues from Agent Orange and uh, has had issues from that. My oldest brother was a Marine. Uh, he served three tours uh, you know, in Afghanistan and Iraq. So I have the utmost respect for the military, and I, I mean, I don't think that this has anything to do with disrespect to the military at all. Um, I mean, there's people in my family that don't agree with that, mm-hmm. but for me personally, because to me it's not about being disrespectful to a flag or the military. That's not at all what it's about, about, and it's a peaceful protest, and like what you talked about earlier, I don't necessarily know that if if it were... Any other type of protest? Um, there, there's no right way to do it. Like, right. there's no way. Well, the problem. There's is, no right way we could do it. The problem that I have with it is that any protest that is out there that any Black American has tried to actually get behind, it's always wrong. It's always wrong, and there's always a response of something opposite. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue kneeling, lives matter. Blue, blue lives right. matter. Blue That's right. Everything. Right after. Right. Right after Everything. all lives matter. Why is that, right. you guys? Okay, <laughs> you want to talk about it? We'll talk about we'll talk it. Talk about that. <laughs> I could say it, but it won't have the same impact if you say it. <laughs> it's because. Okay. Uh, mm, Why be- can't we do anything right? Mm, it's not that. I think they just think if you want to be included, you should just all be included. And I can tell you the reason I understand their point of it. But it's wrong. And the reason why it's wrong is because we are not the same. And they have, y'all have not been brought up the same. Mm-hmm. And you have not been treated the same. So it's Correct. not the same. And, and it will not be the same until we actually get past it. Right. And, that, and to deny that, that black people didn't grow up the same as white people is just, to me, that's just pure equal ignorance. Equal opportunity. Because you didn't. Like you were no. just saying, as a child, you had to grow up through life learning all right this is what i need to do even nowadays unfortunately black people are having to teach their children this is how you have to behave around a police officer versus you know a white person they don't have to have those conversations with their kids well this is also from an immigrant family that only came in the 1900s i mean my family dealt with the same thing my grandmother got rocks thrown at her she grew up on a red light district Mm -hmm. as a italian and people hated her Mm -hmm. during the war um in her family 
And so I get it. And yet they still back all those types of things. But still, just because you went through it and you got through it doesn't mean other people can't go through those struggles and they can't have a voice of voicing their own opinion. The only person that's going to agree with your opinion 100% is yourself. Don't think that other people are going to have to agree with you. Mm -hmm. But uh, learn from other people's sides. That's all I have to say Mm -hmm. Like about that. Yeah. Um, I think what you said was a really interesting point is just simply acknowledging, um, I don't know what you said, like we didn't come up the same way white people did. What were you saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, our history was was much different. It's very different. And every, every, even though everyone's different and you come into this country in a a hard way, it doesn't matter. You should still repeat respect other people's upbringing and what they went through I and don't... be open to hearing about it correct so you can learn and open your mind <laughs> yeah and um i think that um i guess maybe for some white people it sounds to them maybe like we're complaining or we're bitching which and i'm not even gonna lie some of us do um and you'll hear like i personally do know some black people who will use the black card or however you want to say it to their advantage. That's unfortunately, you're going to get that with any group of people. Mm-hmm. You're also going to get people yes. who abuse, you know, right. the, the mm-hmm. thing. Um, so, um, like my, um, I'm going to get this wrong. Like my great, great, I have a photo of like my great, great or great, great, great grandmother and grandfather who were slaves. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I saw that... That's really recent. I was like... You know, I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? That he saw this picture? No, that's saying? just, like, great, great. Like, if it's, oh, like... Oh, it's, great, like, it's like three oh. people ago. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's really <laughs> recent. Right. Yeah. Like, I still have pictures of my ancestors coming over as well from, yeah. like, Italy and, like, and everything. And I think, you know, I, I think that's so cool, but yet yours is so different from my story. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they grew up in poverty and everything, but yours is so different. Right. And people should respect stuff like that. Just from that type. That's not that long ago. No. And yet right. they think it's like so long ago it's and like, it's not right. like my right. mother. If you look at the timeline of how long slavery has actually been around and how long we've been living, like just, just you guys could have owned me. <laughs> let's not no no i'm saying like that's like let's it's, Gross. you know what i'm saying i know right like that's real <laughs> like yeah. that's wild right mm-hmm. that's gross um my mother um was in memphis when martin luther king got shot you know oh, what i mean that's crazy mm-hmm. but people act like that was like so long right <laughs> it wasn't like my mom saw right. that shit right there was still <laughs> systematic racism in our our parents lifetime yeah like yeah well there's a uh, i just listened to a whole entire podcast about rfk's uh shooting and everything uh-huh. amazing should listen to it so it also talks about martin luther king as what, well. what, what is that uh, it's rfk tapes rfk tapes yeah amazing okay. should listen to it and also if there's any white people out there that actually want to be woke uh dear white people on netflix amazing didn't like every. Uh-huh. I, I haven't seen. I, I saw the movie. I haven't seen the show. Oh, Which show one are you talking about? The show, dear white people. Absolutely. Okay. Amazing. Watch this. I'm always up for expanding my horizons. Oh, that <laughs> blew my. That was the second time my mind blew. Thank you for listening to part one of Woke White Girls. This episode went kind of long, so I had to break it up into two parts. So I will have part two next Sunday. 
uh, tune in on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, uh, YouTube, however you're listening to it, wherever you're listening to it. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll be back next week with the second part of this episode. Hope you're enjoying it.